What is going on, Warriors? And welcome to episode 89 of the Weekly Warrior Podcast. And on today's episode, I'm joined by Connor, my beautiful co-host and wonderful fiance. (laughs) (laughs) We're celebrating a lot of things today just because it's Thursday, but also because we have 10,000 plays. Welcome to the Weekly Warrior Podcast, where we are forging genuine human connection through fitness, health, mindset, and nutrition. Let's get to the show with your hosts, Jared Bradford, Connor Edelbrock, and Corey Mueller. So, today, Connor is going to take us through some fun little exercises, and this one is going to require you guys to get up out of your seats and do some stuff. So Connor, what are we doing today? Yeah. Okay. So we're going to experiment a little bit with a, a coaching tool. I've used this coaching tool many times, but I've never used it in this way. Okay. So the coaching tool is pretty simple. It's a one to 10 scale. And the purpose of using a one to 10 scale is it helps you get really clear about what your ultimate outcome goal is and what it looks like and what it feels like. And then also you can talk about how you might get to that outcome. Cause that's really the thing. Most people know what they want, but the trick is, I don't know how to get there. So we're going to use it a little bit differently today. And we're going to turn this mental tool and we're going to expand it into a more holistic body and spirit tool. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. So I... I've done this before. Um, Someone has done it on me before, and I found it really, really helpful. Um, So what we're going to do is I'm going to guide you through it. Okay. And if anywhere along the line you feel stuck, that's that's fine. Um, We can we can talk through those sticking points. Mm. But the best place to start. Also, if you're if you're driving or you just prefer not to actually do this exercise in a room, you can feel free to close your eyes and do it. Often when I use this tool, I'll have people scribble on a piece of paper. So you can do it. You can do any way that suits you, but we're going to do it this way today just because it's, it's fun and it's different. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. My, my body and spirit are ready. (laughs) Good. So the, the place I want to start is I want you to describe your goal. So we're going to, we're going to take the one to 10 scale 10. We need to define what 10 looks like for you. So 10 is going to be your ultimate outcome goal. So what, what is that right now for you? I would say my ultimate outcome goal right now is to 
to achieve a healthy weight where I am functionally fit and can, uh, you know, accomplish all sorts of different tasks without struggling to get through them. Oh, okay. I like that. Healthy weight, functionally fit, um, execute tasks easily. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So like I need to be able to lift heavy objects. I need to be able to operate heavy machinery. I need to be able to, you know, do life stuff Mm, um, without getting hurt and without struggling. Got it. Okay. You have to be enduring, flexible, adaptable. You have to be the ultimate wilderness athlete. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Ranger Corey. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Sounds like a G.I. Joe character. Wow. Yeah. That's what you are. Anyone from Hasbro or whoever makes G.I. Joe hit me up. Yeah. Ranger Corey is coming (laughs) to the rescue. (laughs) Great. So you have you have this really clear idea of I want to be at a healthy weight. I want to be functionally fit. I want to be able to execute tasks easily, um, lift heavy objects, operate machinery. I want to be all of these things. Mm -hmm. So you've done a great job at painting a really clear picture of where, what 10 looks like on your scale, where you want to go. Yeah. And again, again, I just want to reiterate, it's okay if you don't know how to get there yet. That's the whole point of this exercise is we're going to talk about those stepping stones that you're going to use to get there. So the next thing we need to do is we have to describe what one looks like. So this is going to be on the opposite end of the spectrum. Okay. One is essentially the opposite of 10. Okay. So how would you describe a one on your scale? Uh, let's see. I would say one looks like waking up in pain, Mm. struggling through pain throughout the day, not able to complete tasks without being in pain. Um, and just in general, like the, the things that I have to do and want to do are not enjoyable because my body is not in a place to accomplish the tasks. Uh, it sounds miserable and debilitating. Yeah. What you just described. Yeah. Have you been at a one before? Uh, I would say yes, I probably have been. Mm, Okay. So one is waking up in pain, not being able to complete tasks. It's, it feels like a very unnerving place to be, very yeah. stuck place. Yeah. Yeah. Frust- very frustrating. Yes. Okay. So now you're really clear about the two ends of this scale. <laughs> what I'm going to ask you to do next is going to seem a little strange. Okay. But I want to invite you rather than think about this in your head, as I mentioned before, you can absolutely do this in your head. So if you're doing it that way, feel free to close your eyes. But I would like you to 
imagine a line from one to 10 on the floor. Okay. So you're in the living room right now. Yes. Okay. So. And I'm going to stand up. Yep. I, yep. I'm going to have you imagine that line. So remember, okay. remember what your one looks like and what yep. your 10 looks like. Okay. And then I want you to go and stand on the number where you're at today. Um, okay. So I am, I'm going to pretend I'm standing at one and the other side of the room is at 10. Ooh. Yep. Yeah. So there's no, there's no right or wrong answer. I am standing at, I'm going to call it a six and a half. Oh, okay. I like that. So now, great. You know exactly where you are right now. You're at a six and a half. Mm -hmm. What I'm going to ask you to do next is I want you to look behind you. I want you to look backwards. Okay. Back at, to, back at one. Yeah. You're going to look back towards one to okay. that edge of the timeline or of the scale. Yep. And I want you to tell me why are you at a six and a half and not, let's say, a three or a four? Uh, I think for the most part, I'm at a six and a half because most of the time, I would say like 85% of the time, I wake up and like my back doesn't hurt and mm. I can, you know, accomplish push ups and I can accomplish you know, if I have to climb something right now, I'm not at a 10 where I am like ultimate wilderness athlete, <laughs> but I am, I'm feeling like I'm on the right track to getting there. Yeah. I like that. So six and a half for you is I wake up pain-free the majority that's, of the time. That's really a that's really a big thing for me is like not being in pain. Oh yeah. So yep. I yeah, I hear that. And then also a six and a half is functional. Yes. It's it's higher levels of function than I've ever been able to achieve at this point. Yeah. Because you can you can do these body weight movements. I mean, you can go to your job and your job is very physical mm -hmm. and you can, you can work really full, hard days mm -hmm. without it, without an issue. Yeah. So I want to hear more about how you got to a six and a half. Mm. So I want you to think about, you're still looking behind you. You know mm -hmm. where your one is at. Okay. You know, you know what your six and a half is like. Yep. How did, how did you get to a six and a half? Uh, it's been a long journey, which I've talked a lot about on the podcast, but um, a lot of hard work, a lot of changing my mindset, growing my knowledge base, being aware of, you know, my vices and my pitfalls so I can better try to avoid those or develop some good strategies around them. Uh, that I think that's kind of the long, the long short of it. Yeah. So the reason I asked you that question is this is going to inform 
how you might take a step towards that 10 on your scale. Mm -hmm. So it's always good to reflect on where you came from. And like you said, it took time. It took time. It was a long journey. You had to be patient. A big part of this was knowledge and awareness. Yes. And so to get to a six and a half today, you had to look back Mm -hmm. and you had to become aware of your vices, um, your challenges, your pitfalls. You had to identify um, your areas of growth. Yeah. And your opportunities for growth. Yep. Okay. So the next thing I want to ask you to do is how would you feel about moving forward on the scale? And again, it's okay if you don't know how you're going to get there, but you're at a six and a half. How would you feel about taking a step forward, a step or two forward? Um, I would feel, I would like to do that, but I don't know if I'm at, uh, like, I don't know that I'm ready to do that. Yeah, that's okay. But I I mean, I want to do it. I want to take the a step forward. Yeah, I'm going to have you take a step forward. Okay, I'm going to go to seven. Okay, so you went from a six and a half to a seven. Yeah. So now I want you to think about what a seven feels like. How would you describe a seven? Uh, in this exact moment, I would describe a seven as, uh, I've been dealing with this rib injury for a few days now. And a seven would be no longer having that, uh, and being able to return to full function functionality. (laughs) So you want to, you want to heal. Yeah. Heal from that injury. Yep. And then you would feel at a, at a seven. Yeah. Oh, so um, thinking about, I also like to ask, let's think about things that are within our control. Mm-hmm. So being injured is kind of outside of your control, but what yeah. are things that you could do that are within your control that would help with that healing process and get you to that seven? Mm. Uh, drinking a lot of water, eating the right foods, making sure I do like five minute flows, mobility stuff staying active and not just laying around, but also no, like understanding that I still have some healing to go. Mm -hmm. So not overdoing it, but not, you know, completely just laying on the couch all day type thing. Yeah. It's, it's a fine balance finding your, finding that balance. Yeah. Yeah. I, those are all really great actionable things that you can do. Water, Mm -hmm. sound nutrition, the the mobility sequence that you like to do and then rest rest is important but also being somewhat active so it's not so you don't feel stiff yeah yep okay so i'm going to ask you to take another step forward okay i'll go along your line and eight Oh, okay. You're at an eight now. Describe what an eight is for you. Uh, I would, I'm going to say an eight is another 15 to 20 pounds lighter. And, uh, I would love to be able to say it means I can do a pull up. (laughs) Ah, yeah. I like that. And that goes, that goes along the lines of a 10 is this 
you know, very functionally fit wilderness athlete. Mm -hmm. So yeah, 15 to 20 pounds lighter and you're able to do a pull up. Um, let me ask you this. Well, let me, okay. I have two questions in mind. Okay. Um, tell me, so you know exactly what it took to get to a seven from a Mm -hmm. six and a half. Mm-hmm. What did it take to get from a seven to an eight? I think building on a lot of those same things that got me from a six and a half to a seven, but then also having a really well-structured routine where uh, like going to the gym is a big part of it um, and actually working on these things that I want to achieve because I mean, if if you're not actively working towards it and have a good plan, then nothing's going to change. Mm. So, yeah, you you talk a lot about discipline and structure and routine a lot. Mm-hmm. I think. Let me. I'm going to try something with you. Okay. Let's let's take a step towards a nine. Okay. How does it feel to be standing at a nine so close to 10? (laughs) Uh, It feels like I have a long ways to go. Like I don't belong here yet. So I'm going to ask you to finish a sentence for me. Okay. I want you to pretend that it's three years from now. Yep. And you're looking back at this current time when you did take that step. Okay. When you did go from a six and a half to a seven, a seven to an eight, and an eight to a nine. Okay. First, let's talk about what your nine looks like. So we know what eight 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 was, 15 to 20 pounds lighter, and I can do a pull-up. Mm-hmm. What does a nine look like? Uh, that's harder to imagine, but I think... It, like going along with the same metrics, probably 20 to 30 pounds lighter mm-hmm. and like lower body fat percentage. So sort of restructuring the way that my, my body is, is made up mm-hmm. and then just building, building on that with, uh, like you talked about a lot of discipline and consistency with, these habits that are going to be, um, like I can be consistent with them and I'm not, it's not just a flash in the pan type thing. Oh, get more specific with what habits you want to be more consistent with. Uh, like going to the gym consistently. And I think it's like a number that's very attainable. So three to four times a week minimum. Mm -hmm. And then anything over that is good. Mm -hmm. Uh, and just, Maintaining the baseline habits, which is nutrition, water, taking care of myself as far as getting body work done and uh, mobility and flexibility, and then maintaining that solid routine of exercise. And the the cool thing about the way I want to go is the exercise can look a lot of different ways. Like it can be a long hike or it could be, Mm -hmm. it can, it can be, you know, chopping wood. the, The whole idea is to become functionally fit. I don't, I don't want to be a power lifter. I don't want to be a bodybuilder. 
I want to be, I want to be caveman strong. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Man, I think about the things that you're describing to get to a nine Mm -hmm. and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm like, man, you've, you've done those things and you're doing those things. Mm -hmm. The, the water, the nutrition, the mobility, I'm, I'm just hearing you say all these things. I'm like, Oh yeah, these are, these are attainable because I know you and I know you've, you've worked on all of those habits. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've definitely come a long ways in a fairly short amount of time, but it's not, it's not quite where I want things to be. And Um, it's also not been long enough time-wise it's been, you know, about two years since I really got my poop in a group and it's really been, you know, the last eight months where Mm -hmm. it's been kind of, uh, kickstarted to a different level where I've really achieved a different level of fitness as far as my journey goes. And so that's a pretty short amount of time. So I think that to get from like a nine to a 10, even from an eight to a nine, basically that whole eight to 10 range is Mm -hmm. stepping up the game a little bit, like turning the dial up just a little bit and being Mm. more consistent with it. And you know what I mean? So it's not like a month here and a month there. It's consistent all the time. And it's it's not, it's, it's not going from a five to a 10 on the dial. It's going from like, you know, uh, seven to an eight consistently and sometimes turning it up and sometimes, you know, you can turn it down a little bit, but overall staying at that, you know, seven to eight. Yeah. You're ready to, to put your foot on the gas pedal. <laughs> yeah. I want to go like and cruise. You yeah, want to cruise. <laughs> I want to go like 70 most of the time. And then yeah. sometimes I want to go 90 and then, you know, when you go on vacation, some, it feels good to go 60 or 55 a little mm-hmm. <laughs> for a little bit. <laughs> sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I love the way you described that. So, all right. I, I am going to ask you another question, but before we do that, we have what your eight looks like, what your nine looks like 20 mm-hmm. to 30 pounds lighter, yep. a lower body fat percentage, you know, and it really comes down to turning the dial up on consistency. It's not that you're not already doing these actions and these habits that you mentioned with water, nutrition, going to the gym. It's Mm -hmm. the consistency piece. Yeah. Okay. So now you're standing at a nine, Mm -hmm. take a step forward to 10. And remember your 10 was the ultimate wilderness athlete, (laughs) Ranger Corey reporting for duty. (laughs) Yeah. So standing at a 10, how do you feel? Uh, I don't really know. I don't know how it feels. It probably would feel really good, but I don't really know how to feel about it right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it can be tough because you've never been there before. Yeah. I'm, I'm already farther along as an adult than I ever have been. Like, for example, I'm almost at a low, the lowest weight I've been at as, as an adult. Mm -hmm. So, um, I, it doesn't, I'm not really sure what this is going to feel like. (laughs) 
I, I really like that you're able to use this one to 10 scale in this exercise to look back and first celebrate how far you've come. Mm-hmm. Like you just did. I'm the lightest I've ever been as an adult. And also to identify what needs to happen. Mm-hmm. You know what needs to happen. But yeah. it's it can be tough when you're at a six and a half and you see 10 down on the other side of the room and think, oh man, how am I going to get to a 10? Right. But really you just, you just painted a really clear picture of everything that needs to happen in order to get there. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you this. I'm going to ask you to finish the sentence for me. Okay. This time frame in my life, when I went from a six and a half to a 10 was hard was tough, but it was the time when blank. When I didn't make excuses to stop working towards a 10. Mm. That was powerful. Yeah. So like, I'm too tired to go to the gym or I, you know, want to eat pizza for the sixth time in six days or I want ice cream bad enough that, or, you know, all that, just all those types of excuses. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When, can you recall a time where you had a stint of no excuses Yep. What, what did that look like? It looked like when we were doing 75 hard and, (laughs) um, there was no excuses. It was, it was just, it was just daily discipline and work on all those things. Mm -hmm. And mind you 75 hard it was the structure, the routine, the mm-hmm. commitment to the gym, yep. the consistency with the water. Yeah. I would also say it we didn't give anything up. It was not really. The way was, we structured it, it felt really good because you know, one of the things in 75 hard is you have to follow a diet and we mm-hmm. did. We also said you know, okay, our, our part of our diet is going to be, we're not going to eat processed food. And so like, if we made, if we were going to have pizza, we made it from scratch yeah. with good ingredients, organic ingredients. And if we wanted to make, if we wanted like cookies, we, we made them from scratch uh, again, out of good ingredients. And that was, I, and we talked about this the other day, but it, 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 you still got what you wanted, but it felt so much better. And that was a big, that was a big difference from Mm -hmm. going out and buying this stuff and uh, compared to making it. And I got into a really good routine with it too. It was like every couple of days, like once a week we had homemade pizza Mm -hmm. and once or twice, you know, once every other week or whatever, we would make some sort of something. So it didn't feel like we were suffering, but it's it. And it felt like we still got to enjoy, um, these things that make 
<laughs> that make life worth living sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it was, it was structure without, without restriction. It was discipline yeah. without restriction. Yes. Yep. So I know you have this, this injury, this bugaboo right now, mm-hmm. but imagine you're at a seven. So go, let's, let's step back to a seven. Okay. Because you are going to heal from this injury. You are going to yeah, take yep. the steps that you need to heal. So you're at a seven. Yes. You're looking at the steps, steps eight, nine, and 10. Okay. And you know how to get there now. You have your roadmap. Yeah. What's standing in the way? myself i'm i'm the only one that's standing in the way of what i want so how are you getting in your own way by making excuses in my head about why you know like i said why i shouldn't go to the gym or why i should eat like shit or whatever yeah i'm wondering <laughs> i mean we i think everyone can relate to this and I'm thinking how can we, how can we combat those excuses? How can we get back to that place of structure, routine, consistency? It seems like the best way to get into a routine like that is just to, just to do it. Mm-hmm. So even if you just, even if you just make the effort to just go to the gym, you don't even, it's not that you have to go and like murder yourself at the gym every day. It's just the, the act, act yeah. of going mm-hmm. and getting in there and doing something Yeah, because just going and doing something is better than sitting at home and doing nothing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. There's so many times I go to the gym and I'll do accessory work. That's 20 minutes and leave. Mm -hmm. But it's better than nothing. And it's more than a lot of people are doing. It still feels good to go. Right. And sometimes I'll go and I'll put in a full hour, but sometimes I don't. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yep. And yeah, I, I guess I want to ask you, how was it? How was it to go through this exercise and how was it to physically stand on your, on your scale, your one to 10 scale? I would definitely say if anyone decides to do this, uh, doing it, standing up is the way to go because it's a lot easier when you're physically moving to a, to focus and B just to, to envision, to see what that feels like. I can see where a one is. I can see where a 10 is, mm-hmm. uh, and all the space in between. So, yeah, I think one thing I noticed when I went through this exercise is when I got to an eight or a nine and I had painted this picture of what a 10 looks like, mm-hmm. what I realized is I don't know if I really want to get to a 10. I was pretty happy at an eight or a nine. Yeah. And the steps, the steps that it would take to get to my 10, my definition of a 10, I kind of thought, you know what? I don't need, I don't need to take a step towards a 10. Maybe Mm -hmm. I need to adjust what 10 looks like. Right. So I think it can also really help with 
creating realistic goals and outcomes Yeah, because for me to go from an eight to a 10, it's, it would feel like way too much deprivation restriction, way too much. Um, I don't want to say way too much discipline with habits, but it wouldn't allow for the fun factor and the flexibility factor right. of, of exactly what you said. You know, I would have to, you know, keep my foot on the gas pedal and hit 90 miles per hour. And I want to cruise. Like I want to, I want to pull my foot back up. I want to cruise. I want to travel and go out with friends. And Mm -hmm. so it kind of makes you reevaluate your priorities. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Any, any, anything else? No, this was, uh, I sort when you were telling me about this idea, I sort of had my, I don't want to say I had my doubts about it. Like how, how am I going to, how am I going to envision anything doing this, but actually doing it, it makes, it definitely sort of makes everything a little bit more real and it helps you become more, more focused on whatever your actual goal is. And you might not even know what that is until you do it. Yeah. So yeah, like it brings a lot of things into, you get some more clarity on it and with the clarity you can develop a better plan. Exactly. Yeah. And that's exactly what this tool was created for is to help, help get that clarity and help, help you figure out the roadmap and the steps that you need to take to get to where you want to go. Yeah. I, yep. I definitely feel that. Well, thanks. Thanks for participating. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. We're going to have some coffee. Yeah. Coffee time. Yeah. (laughs) Always. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 